Hello, everybody. You're listening to Best Flicks with Ricky D. I'm Ricky D. Before we get started, I want to mention the Sudden But Inevitable Rewatch. That's going to be another show here on the Twist My Arm Network. Uh, we're going to be, we are watching the Firefly show. I'm sure everybody, if you're listening to Best Flicks, is familiar at very least with Firefly. If you haven't seen it, we're going through episode by episode and recording a podcast with every episode where we record our reactions, we record our favorite quotes, we record our favorite scenes. Uh, there's myself and Jesse. We are very familiar with the show, and then we're also watching through with uh, Twist My Arm Network host Josh and his girlfriend Kylie, who have never seen it. So it's been a lot of fun to watch with them. Catch us on the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch every Friday night, or you can catch our backlog on the Sudden But Inevitable rewatch anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of those good places. So this is the Best Flicks podcast, and this week we are listening, we are watching, we're watching an American Pickle on HBO Now. This is a show with Seth Rogen as darn near the only actor in the show. He plays two different people. Uh, there are a few actors that come in and out of the pro- out of the show, like his wife Sarah Greenbaum, who dies in probably the first ten to fifteen minutes of the program. Uh, she is played by Sarah Snook. I'm not extremely familiar with any of her other programs, but she's not extremely familiar to the show. So there's those kind of relationships in the show. It's mostly Seth Green on Seth Green action in this film. So, it starts out uh, life in the 1800s. Uh, we have Seth Rogen playing this character named Herschel. Uh, he's just digging ditches, is his life. And they show this very, very horrible version of life in the 1800s. And when I say horrible, I probably mean realistic. Uh, he's digging ditches for his entire life to try and make just shekels just pennies he's making no money and his shovel breaks so he's using just the spade of his shovel he no longer has a handle and then the spade of his shovel breaks and he's digging ditches with his hands and on the one hand it's kind of meant to be comedic because life is just crapping on him but on the other hand it's terribly terribly realistic and i'm sitting here watching this going man My worst day in 2021 is better than Herschel's best day in the 1800s. So it's hard not to acknowledge those kind of things. Uh, This show, it, it, this show, this movie, this whatever we want to call it, this program, uh, it, it walks an interesting line between comedy and drama because I don't think Seth Rogen is really. I don't want to say he's not capable of something because he's an incredibly capable young man, but I don't know if he's capable of avoiding comedy just because of the way his mind works. But this is also a relatively dramatic subject, the way he's talking about... I guess I should get further into uh, my synopsis before I start talking about how dramatic it is. Uh, I will say that this is probably Seth Rogen's only movie where cannabis is not a subject. Uh, it's never even discussed. There's nobody in the background smoking weed. 
uh, cannabis doesn't come up at all in this movie, so fairly interesting. Uh, so Herschel is having this awful job. He uh, he is trying to figure out how to make his life better. He finds a woman that he falls in love with, and her life is similarly terrible. But he decides that he's going to start working twice as hard, and he finally he makes enough money that he can woo this uh, Sarah Greenbaum, and they get together, and they finally decide that they're going to have a life together. And they start having a discussion, and they ask each other, what are their greatest desires in life? And his greatest desire in life is he wants to taste seltzer water, which, in 2021, that's whatever. I've got three bottles of seltzer water upstairs, and they're flavored seltzer water, which is crazy. Uh, and Sarah's desire is she wants to be able to afford a family plot, uh, a grave plot. That's what her desire is, so that in the afterlife, in the eternity, she can be with her entire family, her family that she knows now, her family that she's not going to know in the future. And I thought that was kind of interesting. There's also a very interesting uh, Judaism background going on through this entire thing. Uh, Herschel is obviously very Jewish. He's very old world Jewish. Uh, anytime something goes wrong, he blames the Cossacks. Um, and it's just very fun. So, that's pretty much everything that happens back in the 1800s. Uh, Herschel gets, uh, once they get married, Herschel ends up getting a job in a pickle factory. Uh, he ends up falling in a vat of pickles within less than one second of Herschel getting, falling into that vat of pickles. He gets sealed into the vat of pickles. The entire factory gets shut down, and nobody ever goes into that factory again. The end. No more 1800s. We're done with that section of the movie. So, the conceit here is, much like being frozen in carbonite, if you fall into a vat of pickles, uh, water vinegar pickling solution would preserve you just as well as being frozen in carbonite or any other futuristic human preservation uh, vehicle would work. So now we cut to the future. There's some kids playing in the warehouse. They're searching for their drone, whatever. And all of a sudden, they knock the lid off of Herschel's pickle vat. And he comes to, and now he's in the modern world. And now we're living in this fish-out-of-water type of situation. I guess this is a bad time to mention there are going to be some spoilers in here. I'm going kind of step-by-step through the plot. Uh, I will say there aren't any wild turn twists or turns that this movie makes. Uh, we're not going through like a The Departed type situation where all of a sudden characters are turning into gangsters and cops and everything's twisting around. It's a pretty straightforward movie, but if you wish to avoid any spoilers, watch the movie before we get much further into this. So... Herschel is in the future. He's trying to figure out what to do with himself. He's very fish out of water. He doesn't understand technology. 
Uh, he's freaked out by taxi cabs. He's having all kinds of issues. Uh, but one of the, but he's also very popular. Uh, all, there's all these news stories about this man that came out of a pickle vat, and he's from the 1800s, and he doesn't know what to do with himself. So he gets together with a doctor or some kind of genetic... Uh, some kind of gene genealogy research center, what have you, and they get him in contact with his grandson, also played by Seth Rogen. <clears throat> now we go to Seth Rogen's apartment. Uh, his name is Ben. So Ben is future Seth Rogen. Herschel is past Seth Rogen. Pardon me, had a cough. Uh, now we are in the future. We're in Ben's apartment. Uh, he, ben is trying to dig all this information out of Hersch Herschel, who has basically spent his entire life digging ditches and pickling uh, cucumbers, I guess, and just working his hands to the bone, and he doesn't really understand pleasure or enjoyment or any of these amenities that we have in the future. Uh, all he understands is working hard and, you know, making pleasure for maybe somebody that you love. That's what he would consider pleasurable is getting something for somebody you love. Uh, and Ben is trying to go, hey, let's, let's go ride a bike. Let's go get some of those cool motorized scooters. Like, let's go to the zoo. Let's go to the museum. What do you want to do? What would make you happy? And Herschel goes... Uh, do you have seltzer water? Is there a way to make seltzer water? And Ben has one of those soda stream machines right in his kitchen, so he seltzers the water right in front of Herschel. And it's this really cute little scene where Herschel's like, oh my god, my grandson owns this apartment. My grandson owns a machine that can create seltzered water. My only dream was being able to taste seltzered water. Uh, then Herschel asks Ben, how many pairs of socks do you own? Uh, and Herschel goes, I don't know, like 25 pairs of socks? Or no, Ben says he owns like 25 pairs of socks and Herschel's just blown away. He goes, there's how many days in a week? Only seven? There's seven days in a week you you don't need that many. How you? My grandson, owner of 25 pairs of socks. And it's just this really amazing thing where Herschel is uh, proud of his grandson. And he's like, man, whatever we did, even though I was trapped in a vat of pickles, we had some good genetics. We had some good teaching going on. We created a great bloodline. And that's about where that ends. Uh, <laughs> so as we move forward, we learn that Ben, his job in life is he's cr trying to create an app, much like many people are trying to find a job in this digital world. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, that's why I'm part of a podcast network. Uh, everybody's trying to branch out and shoot their shot in this digital world. That way we don't have to work in all of these warehouses and factories and work for 
Walmart or whoever for the rest of our lives. Uh, so he's trying to make this application called Bootbop. And Herschel just doesn't understand. What is Bootbop? And he's trying to say, well, it's like Google. It's like Hulu. It's, it's just this, it's this weird word. That's what people are attracted to. It's just weird words. And his app, it, uh, his app will tell you the integrity of the company before you buy their item. So if you're going to the grocery store and you want to buy some lettuce, you scan it with the Boopbop, and it'll tell you uh, how much rainforest is destroyed by the harvesting of this lettuce. Or do they use natural organic farming processes? Or do they use slave labor to harvest their lettuce? How ethical is this product before I buy it? Which is an interesting process, an interesting idea. Uh, it's it should it's certainly something that we could use. And Ben or Herschel's just not understanding this. He's thinking, why don't you go out and dig a hole and make money that way? That's how I made money. Go dig a hole. Um. And Herschel's looking around, and he's this idea of being proud of his offspring is kind of starting to dwindle and he starts asking why don't you have any pictures of your family on the wall I would have pictures of family everywhere but you've got pictures of movies and singers and all this stuff and obviously Herschel doesn't understand that but he recognizes that these pictures are nonsense which kind of hit home for me because I'm looking around my room right now and I've got a Halo 2 poster I've got the Coon and Friends from South Park. I've got a Death Star poster. Uh, I've got a Futurama flag. Uh, I've got a picture of my dog. But I don't have any pictures of my family anywhere around here. So that's kind of an interesting... Uh, it's kind of interesting looking through his eyes. If I look at around my parents' house or my grandparents' house or my aunts or my uncles. There's pictures of family everywhere, but what happened to that in our generation? So that was a really interesting idea. Uh, Herschel eventually, or sorry, Ben, <laughs> future Seth Rogen, eventually did pull out a, like a photo album that did have pictures, and Herschel was able to look through and even see some people that he recognized. Uh, and he started asking questions and or actually Herschel found a picture of his wife. That's what it was. When Herschel looked through this family photo album, he found a picture of Sarah Greenbaum. And Herschel starts asking questions to Ben. What's our family Ben like? Uh, and Ben starts getting closed off, and he doesn't like the questioning. And he obviously doesn't have a lot of familial... He's not confident in all this familial questioning. He's like, I, I don't have a great connection with the family. I feel awkward. This isn't a comforting place for me. And eventually, Herschel gets down to the point of, what about your Jewish faith? Do you feel confident in your Jewish faith? And Ben is just like, no, I, I was raised Jewish. I am familiar with the Jewish tenets, but I'm just, that's not something I really want to do anymore. And then Herschel just goes nuts. He 
like ransacks the apartment he decides to leave and he decides he's going to crush ben greenbaum herschel will crush ben greenbaum so we're cutting forward a little bit later or we're cutting forward ben goes (laughs) having a little bit of trouble with this herschel goes to visit the greenbaum family estate he's been upset about the lack of jewish faith that's gone that's uh residing in basically his family uh he's upset about where his family has descended to and honestly i think a lot of family members would be if you know they saw if you took some of the uh, american family members that came off of the mayflower or that entered this country and how hard they worked and you saw just and they saw how people were living now i think they would be I think they'd struggle with how people are living now. It, it's a movie that makes a lot of sense. So they take this charged energy and Herschel wants to go see his Greenbaum family plot. While they're walking through the cemetery, uh, the entire time Herschel is just grinding Ben down. When's the last time you were here? Do we go left or do we go right at this fork? Those kind of things. And the entire time, Ben's just murmuring. He doesn't want to discuss it. And eventually, we realize, obviously, Ben hasn't been visiting the Greenbaum family estate as much as Herschel would be, or as much as Herschel would want for his family to be visiting them. So they get to the estate, and it is just absolutely trashed. There are gravestones knocked over. There is a giant billboard that's basically overshadowing the entire thing. There's a bridge running over it. The estate, the plot, whatever you want to call it, is not being respected the way Herschel thinks that it should be. And this drives Herschel to need, not to want, but he needs to fix this. This is what his wife wanted. He loved his wife, and his entire life was about giving her what she wanted. So Ben now becomes vilified because he has let this fall into disrepair. Herschel has to become the hero, and he has to fix all of this. So the only thing that Herschel knows how to do, uh, he can't build another application. He can't do boot bop, but he can make pickles. So Herschel goes, he gets a bunch of cucumbers, he takes them out of the trash. He gets a bunch of jars, he takes them out of the trash. He gets salt. We don't really know where he gets salt from. Maybe he's distilling it out of his own sweat. That's a little that's a little shadier. We don't really know where the salt is coming from. But basically, he sets up a bunch of jars, a bunch of cucumbers, a bunch of salt, and he waits for rain. And he makes his own pickles. Next time we see him, he's in the middle of New York. He's got a cart, and he's selling pickles for a fortune to hipsters. Because that's how it would work out. Uh, and he's selling pickles for 10 plus dollars a piece in these nasty jars. Uh, and that's how he's making his money. Uh, he's becoming, again, he's becoming national news. Just like when he came out of the pickle vat and he was, you know, from the past in the future. Uh, he Now there's news people around him again going, there's this guy, He's on. he's got a cart in New York City. He's selling organic, fresh-made, farm-friendly, yada yada, etc. pickles. 
and everybody's going nuts for them. I do want to take a moment. This one, this probably has my favorite quote in the movie. The movie didn't have a lot of really funny quotes. Uh, it was definitely a funny movie. Like I said, Seth Rogen can't avoid that. But I'll just drop my favorite quote. Don't forget to bring back Jar, or I will find you and I will do terrible violence. Uh, so Herschel kind of talks like that the entire movie. Uh, which is fun, but it's... It doesn't lead... I like... I like uh, quirkier dialogue. I like a little more fancy dialogue. That's always funny, but it doesn't stick out to me. So I did want to get in my favorite quote right there. But like I said, it it's funny, it's good, it's fun, but it the dialogue wasn't spectacular in this movie. So Herschel, he's selling pickles, he's making money, and now he's using this money to not only fix up the family plot but he's also kind of taunting ben when the cameras are on him he's throwing shade at ben he goes ben i will destroy you i will ruin your life and he's and since this super popular new vendor is talking trash about ben it turns out the people who are going to buy his app start reneging on the deal they don't want to buy an app from somebody who's being publicly trash-talked by this super popular New Yorker. So this actually is negatively affecting Ben's life. Cut to Ben trying to fight back against Herschel. Uh, so we got a lot of Seth Rogen on Seth Rogen crime here. Uh, ben calls the health department on Herschel and we've got a giant line outside of his vendor his pickle cart and the health department shows up and they're like what the hell is going on you've got these nasty jars that are still caked with like spaghetti sauce and who knows what else you're trying to pickle cucumbers with rainwater this is this is not okay we can't do this you got to shut down so Herschel's business gets entirely shut down and it seems like Ben might have taken might have taken him down however somebody happens to mention that Herschel can use interns which Herschel uh, interprets as slave labor which is kind of a uh, I guess it's not fun fun might be a bad way to describe that but it's an interesting way that he interprets it so Herschel gets some interns, uh, and everybody's super eager to join him because he's this weird, super popular hipster. He gets his business back up, and everything's going good in the pickle game. Uh, I think it's about time we start wrapping up this whole storyline. I feel like I'm dragging this out a little bit. <clears throat> so, so Ben and Herschel continue to fight. Uh, ben takes down Herschel's business. Herschel takes down Ben's business. They keep reporting each other. They keep talking trash to each other. This goes back and forth for a little while. Uh, Herschel destroys Ben's boot-bop business by trash-talking him to his investors. Ben gets on Twitter, or uh, 
Ben gets Herschel on Twitter and gets him to express his very old-timey viewpoints and with his, you know, ultra-woke hipster followers, those viewpoints don't go over very well. So then Herschel loses all of his business, Ben's lost all of his business, and they basically just destroy each other. Uh... Herschel does end up making enough money to kind of fix up the family plot, but that information kind of goes behind, goes to the wayside. It, it just kind of gets fixed up, and they lose that storyline, I felt like. After Herschel violates health code, after Herschel gets in trouble for spouting his negative beliefs on Twitter, and he even goes to a, like public senate meeting i can't remember exactly what it was but he continues to spout off his old-timey beliefs uh he eventually he gains enough hatred that he gets a little bit paranoid and ben convinces him that he has to go to canada to get away get away from the mob so herschel and ben are running to canada and <clears throat> they're trying to get away Ben is leading him to Canada, and by the way, it's funny that uh, Herschel is trying to become a Canadian citizen because Herschel is not from Europe. Herschel is not from New York. Uh, Herschel is Seth Rogen, who is extremely Canadian. So the fact that they ended the movie trying to get both of them smuggled back into Canada when Seth Rogen is famously Canadian was an excellent little nod. I loved that part. But, they're both trying to sneak back into Canada. Herschel kind of figures out what Seth Rogen is doing. And he ends up knocking Seth Rogen out. He shaves his own face because Seth Rogen, that's how you tell the difference between them the entire movie is Seth Rogen is, sorry, Ben is shaved. Herschel has a big old world beard. Uh, so he shaves his own beard. He tries to go back and pass himself off as Ben. He leaves Ben kind of to be found by the Canadian authorities, the border authorities. And when Herschel gets back to Ben's apartment, he's looking around and he finds the family album. He finds the family album. He's looking through it and he finds a drawing, a drawing that Ben obviously made. And... On the drawing, there's a little kid, and it says me, and then there's what's obviously a mother and a father, and it says boop and bop. And that's where it's kind of like, oh, damn it. This guy who was supposedly shunning his culture and didn't have any pictures of his mom or dad and had no connection to his familial life is just like, well, he... The app he was designing, the thing that he was working on his entire life, what he was trying to build his entire life around, he named after the pet name he had for his parents. It's not so much that he didn't love his Jewish faith. It's not that he didn't love his parents. It's not that he didn't feel a connection. It's just that he felt it differently. That was what it was. And again, like I was saying, I don't have pictures of my parents around. 
I don't, I don't have these things, but it doesn't mean I don't appreciate my parents. It doesn't mean I don't love my family. It doesn't mean all these things. It just means that I understand and I express it in a different way. You know, with technology and everything, times are changing very, very fast. And we're tr still trying to figure it out and catch up to things. And, you know, maybe we'll be having digital picture frames of our parents in the future, or I don't know what. But just because we don't have, just because our houses don't aren't decorated the same as our parents or our grandparents, doesn't mean that we're shunning our familial feelings. And I thought that was really a nice message near the end of the movie. So Herschel gets this mess, or Herschel finds this photo, this drawing. He understands everything, and he goes back up. He saves Ben, and the movie kind of wraps itself up. There isn't exactly a resolution at the end of the movie. Uh, Herschel still ends up in New York, in Ben's apartment, still trying to live this modern life, which he's better equipped for today than he was at the beginning of the movie. But uh, very interestingly, Ben, uh, because he was assumed to be Herschel, he gets shipped back to Europe, and they find and we see Ben in the middle of a synagogue at the very end of the movie. And there's a Jewish uh, priest, <laughs> I don't think that's correct, um, a Jewish rabbi uh, comes up to him at the end of the movie, and he asks, are you Jewish? And Ben goes, yes, I'm Jewish. And the the rabbi asks him, well, we need a tenth person for this ceremony. I think it was called a haka or something like that. And Herschel, sorry, Ben goes, well, I don't know how to do that. I don't know the chant. I don't know the words. I don't know any of this. And he goes, don't worry, just come stand with us. Uh, be with us and we'll make we'll take care of you you'll take care of us we'll take care of you and Ben's kind of learning to live in this old world Jewish faith the same way Herschel is learning to live in this modern American society and it was a really interesting way to finish up the movie this is pretty much where the movie leaves us uh, I absolutely recommend this movie uh, if I were going to give it a rating, <laughs> I'll go ahead and give it a 7 out of 10. Uh, it's it's fun. It's dramatic. Uh, it's, it makes you think. You know, it's not... It's certainly not a super deep movie, but at the same time, it will make you question yourself. Um, I would like to mention a couple of fairly interesting things about the film. Uh, this was a originally a Sony Pictures, but they sold it to Warner Brothers Media. Uh, I've been wanting to hit some of the Warner Brothers films that are going on HBO lately. Uh, I don't know how many of my listeners are aware, but Warner Brothers Media made a deal with HBO Max, and they are releasing all of their movies through 2021 onto HBO Max the exact same day they are hitting theaters. This is a deal to try and hedge their bets because theaters have been closed due to COVID and all these other restrictions lately. So if you look at An American Pickle, it cost about $20 million 
to make this movie. But the box office, they only made half a million dollars. That's a tremendous loss. So if Warner Brothers Media wants to try and make some money on these movies they're putting out and nobody's going to the theater, they have to make deals with streaming networks like HBO Now or HBO Max uh, to try and recuperate some of that money that they're just not making. And that's why they made this deal for all of their movies to come out on HBO Max. Uh, so far, Wonder Woman 84 came out. Uh, it was right around Christmas. And there was also The Little Things. I was wanting to do Best Flicks episodes on both of those, but I just couldn't get through them. Uh, however, we've got Tom and Jerry coming out at the end of this month. Probably not going to watch that one either. But Godzilla, King of Monsters coming out very soon you know i'm watching that and you know there's going to be a best flicks so that's why i'm watching eight that's why i'm focused on hbo max i'm focused on warner brothers media and speaking of things i'm focused on best flicks does come out every sunday night however i think i'm going to be doing a off-release show called the rest flicks that way I can do some shows that were not uh, released straight to the streaming platforms. I just saw that Freaks and Geeks came out on Hulu, something I've been waiting to see, waiting to come back for years. I didn't think it was going to, and I have to talk to you guys about Freaks and Geeks. So, this is Ricky. This is the best flicks with Ricky D. That was an American Pickle. And don't forget to follow us on the Twist My Arm Network. You can also follow me on Twitter at BestFlixRickyD. Follow the Twist My Arm Network on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere else. And I'll see you next week.